you guys. What's up? It's your girl, Quan, and welcome to the Popcorn Podcast. Welcome to episode three. Before we get started, I want to take the time out to thank you all for listening, commenting, responding, following, and supporting the Popcorn Podcast. Without you guys, it wouldn't be no Popcorn Podcast. Again, thank you so much. We gladly appreciate it. So... I decided to do a topic that I felt as though was very relevant in my life, and maybe yours too. So on episode three, I decided to use the topic of friends. Friends with a Z, friends with an S, or maybe they're your frenemies. Who cares? But we just decided to discuss friends here. So when actually looking up friends, I was trying to figure out This topic is so broad, and I decided I wanted to highlight three key factors. And one is, what is a friend? Two being, what type of friend I am? And the last third one would be a friend that I lost and a friend that I gained. I wanted to elaborate on this so I can let you know exactly, you know, the different types of friendships there are out here. So when I looked on Google... I decided to look up what is a friend. And when looking up what is a friend, it said a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection, typically exclusive of sexual or family relations. So I just feel like that definition was whack. I was like, boo, who wrote that? That is not a friend. Me being me, I was like, my definition of a friend is somebody who is supportive, someone who is loving, someone who cares about me, someone who makes sure my life is never in danger, and I trust them. That's, that's, you know, that's what a friend, you done, you done proven to me that you're my friend by those, those, um, those words that I elaborated in. So when they just said that, you know, y'all have, you know, mutual interest in certain things. Yeah, that goes along as well. But these friendships nowadays, you have to see if someone has the same morals as you. I am big on someone who has the same morals as me. If you don't have morals about yourself, honey, what are we being friends for? What is the purpose? Let me know. If you cannot have morals about yourself, you don't care about anything else. So I think I don't need to be friends with you. So after doing a little bit more digging, I decided to, you know, see what type of friend I was. I looked up, you know, the types of friends. They said, you know, the adventurous friend, the um, mentoring friend, the work pal, the neighborhood um, friend. You know, there's different types of friends you have because as I go down... I see exactly how I made my friends and what were they, when they were my friends and how they became my friends. I just, you know, was like, oh, wow. They really were my friends at work or they really were my neighborhoods or something like that. Something just so small I thought very, you know, I thought about. So I looked at myself. I'm like, wait, what type of friend am I? And when I, when I looked at all my friends, all my friends are totally different. They're all totally different. They bring out, you know, they show my different personalities that I have. And, you know, I have a friend that's fun and wild. I have a friend that's all about business. I have a friend that's mothering. I have different sets of friends for different things. So I was like, wait a minute. I need to figure out what type of friend I am. So the word that came to me about what type of friend that I am, I realized that I'm more of a passionate friend. 
I'm very passionate about my friendships because I feel as though my friends are more like my sisters or my brothers. I am very passionate because I don't never want to see my friend not succeed at any goals that they have they want to achieve for themselves. I'm all about why are you being lazy? We we have you're wasting time. Like I'm so passionate about being happy, that energy. Like I don't never want my friends to feel down and I hate when I have an attitude and I have to, you know, let them see the other side of me. But they just show you I care about you. And when somebody care about you, they not going to let you just sit there and look stupid. When somebody love you, they not going to let you be out here looking crazy. If somebody loves you, they're not going to put your life in risk or jeopardy or anything. They're going to make sure you're okay. They're going to treat you as if you're family. And that's what I feel as though I do. I treat all my friends like they're family. I'm never going to put your life in. I'm never going to put you in any type of harm's way. And I feel as though a lot of people don't know how to do that because we tend to call, use the word friend so loosely. Use friends so loosely. Oh, it's my friend. It's my friend. It's my friend. You only been friends with her for like a month. How is that your friend? What has she proven to you that she's your friend? What have y'all went through to see that if that's your friend? Like, come on, you guys. Like, we use this word so freely and loosely. Why? What makes them your friend? And that's something that I, I want you guys to take away. What makes a person your friend? And I know what makes a person my friend is someone who is, you know, never putting my life in jeopardy. Someone who loves me, someone cares, someone who supports me. Someone who is willing to do the same and go over and beyond for me that I would do for them. That's the type of friendship I I, I, I display to my friends. I go over and beyond for them. I love them, I care about them, but I still will tell them about themselves. I'm very blunt. I'm straightforward. There's no gray in between black and white with me. There's just straight white, there's black. That's it. That's it. We're not finna, we're not finna have no gray. Well, maybe if I no, not no maybe. Do this so you can get your outcome of that. Simple. It's so easy. So as I elaborated a little bit more, I started to think more about, you know, my my friendships that I had. And recently I lost a friend who was I was very cool with for seven plus years. And actually losing her, it was kind of, it kind of, it ruffled my feathers slightly, but not really. This person was my friend for seven plus years, as I thought. And stating that she was my friend for seven plus years, I thought, you know, she had my back. She was, you know, very honest with me. And we could talk about anything if we agree to disagree. That's what a friendship is all about. You agree to disagree. Simple. It's not no, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And somebody trying to throw it back, you know, trying to make a other person feel bad about them. So as I go on, um, this friend basically humiliated me, made me feel very uncomfortable, made like I felt as though put my life in jeopardy in a sense and showcased to me within five days that they were not my friends or she wasn't my friend. I couldn't believe that someone that, you know, was my friend, I said, you know, as my friend, I said, was, would actually, you know, do all those things because that's one thing I check off when going through my friendships, 
hey, does she do this? Does she do this? Does she do that? Does she do this? I check it off as I go. So when checking it off, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Is there something that I miss when me and her became friends? But I feel as though we were never friends because the checklist, I don't even know where it went with our friendship because I didn't even recall doing the checklist. And as I as I went on, I was like, oh, this is my friend. She supported me. She did support me. She loved me. I loved her. That was my girl. I, I really liked her because I loved her energy. And I love people with great positive energy. And who's, who's a foodie? I love foodies. I'm sorry. And basically, within those five days, she showed me exactly who she was. And when she showed me who she was, I couldn't believe it because I'm like, dang, I've been knowing this person for almost seven plus years and I've never seen this side of her. And why is she acting this way towards me? I was like, wait a minute. I had to think to myself, Quan, what made her your friend? Like, what what, what, what did y'all go through to make y'all friends? Or what, what, how did y'all become friends? And I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, how do we, yeah, how do we become friends? And I'm like, oh, we became friends over something so small and minor. But she showed me that she never cared about my feelings by humiliating me and making me feel so uncomfortable. We got into a disagreement where it was based upon a issue and being adults and you know you have to be an adult about situations especially when you're you're grown it's like the friendship is more you have to put more effort towards it so adult friendships you have to put more effort to it because everyone is trying to be successful everyone is trying to do their own thing and basically she literally did told me she did not understand where I was coming from. And when she said that, I was like, okay. And she said, I don't know why you feel that way. And when she said that, it kind of upset me. And when it upset me, it upset me because I felt as though, how are you going to tell me how I feel? You have not experienced anything that I've went through. So for you to sit here and tell me I shouldn't feel this way or, you know, I don't understand why... I'm explaining it to you and you can't comprehend it. It's okay. We agree to disagree. But for you to tell me, oh, you shouldn't feel this way, that ruffled my feathers the wrong way because you cannot tell me how I'm supposed to feel because you're not me and I'm not you. So that's where the conversation just went totally left. And we agreed to disagree. And she continued to, you know, discuss it. And I just decided to, you know, end the conversation because it wasn't getting anywhere. I always, I'm a firm believer if a person cannot comprehend exactly what you're trying to tell them, just end the conversation. It's no point because they're not comprehending what you're saying. All you're going to do is play the yelling game. They're going to yell, you're going to yell, they're going to yell some more, you're going to yell some more, and it's going to get ugly. I'm not going to do that. I just decided to end the conversation. End of the conversation. I thought everything was fine, but it wasn't fine. The conversation, it kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And to the point where she, I felt as though she put my safety at risk and didn't care about nothing that I had going on for myself. Didn't care. And after her showing me exactly who she was, I was like, okay, fool me once, 
shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me again, what J. Cole said. Yeah, I don't forgot what he said, but <laughs> I just felt as though she showed me who she was and it really kind of hurt my feelings. And when it hurt my feelings, I was just like, shit, cool. I, you know, guess I had to do it. No, that's Atlanta stuff. So after that, I mean, I just felt as though everyone couldn't be a friend how I could be a friend. But after losing that friend, I gained a friend as well. I gained a friend who was a friend that I lost touch with. I lost touch because we were we were childhood friends, as I would say. We were we were friends from the 11th grade until we were almost, you know, adults. And we 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 fell out. We fell out about something so minor. We both couldn't understand exactly what we fell out about. And stating that we what we couldn't understand what we fell out about that was crazy to me because I thought so it wasn't as big as we possibly made it. And seeing a friend that was literally my best friend and we didn't speak for two years. It made me feel some type of way and it made me feel really good inside that I know that I can rekindle a friendship that I know this person really didn't mean to hurt me or they they really loved me. But we were so childish and so selfish that we decided to let a friendship go because of the childishness. And again, when you do that transition from high school friends to adult friends, those are two different things because y'all are in two different lives. Like, you're not the same exact person that you used to be when you were in high school. So I decided to, you know, rekindle that friendship. And rekindling that friendship, I felt as though God was like, you know, you killed that bird and you got this bird out of this. I felt as though I ended a friendship and gained my real friendship back. Because that person who I gained back, it was someone that I really loved. I loved her because she's literally my best friend. I called her about everything. We were so, you know, in like we were so involved in our friendship because we literally were together all the time. And when I did the checklist with her as well. And doing the checklist checklist with her, it was so easy because she show, she never showed me any sign of fakeness. She always showed me realness and was always honest with me and telling me the truth about myself. Even when I was wrong, she told me the truth. And her, her honesty, you know, draw me to her more because I wanted authentic friends. I love authentic people. And I wanted to make sure that's all I drew to me. And I wanted to put that out there. Like, I only want authentic friends. I don't want anyone who's fake. If you're just fake kicking it with me, I don't want to be around you. But let's just say, I just know that in this generation, it's really hard to find great friends and learn, you know, who really is your friend and how, you know, what type of friend you are. And you can keep going through friends and, you know, you can keep going through motions, but you're putting all that energy out there and you're wasting your time. I feel as though focus on those people who really care about you and who really love you for you. And don't try to change yourself because people feel as though, oh, you got this going on and you really need to change that. People who love you and really care about you, they don't see, they won't see no wrong in it. They will accept you for who you are. 
They will accept you for who you are and they can potentially try to help you. And that's how I feel as though my friendships are supposed to go. I'm willing to help. I'm willing to love and I'm willing to accept and not be judgmental. That's what type of friends you're supposed to be. You're not supposed to walk out on your friends when things get tough. When y'all are arguing, y'all getting mad, social media beef, talking bad behind each other. You sit down and you have that conversation with your friend. You talk to them. You let them know what you really feel. Because tomorrow is never promised. It's never promised. And people let little small situations, you know, bring out big situations where you don't speak to a person for years. And then God forbid if something happens to them, you're sitting here, you're hurt. So to end this podcast, all I want to say is learn who your real friends are. Learn what type of friend you are. Be a positive friend. Be a loving friend and a non-judgmental friend. Accept people for who they are. Don't try to change nobody because people change when they want to change. That's all I have to say. Peace and love and make sure you subscribe, like, follow the popcorn podcast thank you guys so much and tune in for episode four